From Birmingham, I'm Miranda Fulmore. During the pandemic, no one could be kicked off Medicaid, including women who just gave birth. But that emergency declaration could soon end, and some new mothers could suddenly lose their health care. Shalina Chetlani of the Gulf States Newsroom looks at what's at stake in Alabama and Mississippi. Two years ago, Mississippi resident Whitney Batiste was pregnant with her third child. She tried to get private health care insurance, but says she was denied. $33,000 to have a kid? No. I ain't got that stashed in the bank. So like many mothers, she got on Medicaid, state and federally funded public health insurance. Batiste knew her pregnancy wouldn't be easy. With her first two kids, she got intense week-long migraines. But this time was worse. Her blood pressure would keep spiking. So I got induced at 39 weeks. And we had the baby. I stopped taking the medication because no one told me to continue. I'm thinking everything is fine. It wasn't. Months after she had given birth, Batiste's blood pressure was near stroke level. And it turns out that I had postpartum preeclampsia. Preeclampsia, dangerously high blood pressure, is one of the leading causes of maternal death. Even though her life was at risk, she struggled to get care. I also realized that that same day was the day my Medicaid ended. Women in Mississippi and Alabama are eligible to get Medicaid when they get pregnant. But for most, their coverage runs out two months after they give birth. Unlike 39 others, these states opted not to expand Medicaid to more people. And that disproportionately impacts Black women, like Batiste, who are more than three times more likely to die than white women in Mississippi. And overall across the Gulf South, maternal mortality is significantly higher than the national average. Legislators in Mississippi and Alabama could help by extending Medicaid coverage for pregnant women to a full year after birth. And while the states are similar politically, they're taking different approaches. Let's start at the Mississippi State Capitol. We've been very clear we're just not for Medicaid expansion, and this is uh, arguably Medicaid expansion, certainly expanding coverage. That's Mississippi Speaker of the House Philip Gunn. He's a Republican who blocked the plan to extend Medicaid before it could even come up for discussion. But the legislation had overwhelming bipartisan support in the state, and the Lieutenant Governor, Delbert Hoseman, says opposing it contradicts the state's pro-life agenda. He's also a Republican. We have the most postpartum births with problems. Uh, We have the most deaths. So we're trying to be consistent in arguing for the right to life on one side and taking care of the people once they get here. There's an effort to bring it up again. Meanwhile, next door... Well, Medicaid expansion isn't a bad word here in Alabama. That's Cover Alabama Coalition Director Jane Adams. There's already momentum for a full-year extension in other southern states like Georgia, And Tennessee already did it in 2021. So Adams believes Alabama lawmakers will get this done. We believe the facts will win out and that the support is there. Alabama has one of the highest rates of maternal mortality in the nation. Adams said lawmakers are taking that very seriously, especially because of the history of racism in medicine. James Marion Sims, an Alabama doctor, is known as the father of modern gynecology. He experimented on enslaved women's bodies, and develop techniques that are still used today. Horrific things. So that legacy is present. It continues to present itself in racial disparities in birth outcomes. Cassandra Welchlin 
is head of the nonprofit Mississippi Black Women's Roundtable. Of course, if, you, if there was more white women and white babies dying, there would be more of an effort, but we don't see that. In Mississippi, two-thirds of women give birth on Medicaid, and the majority are Black. Welchland says advocates will continue to fight to extend postpartum Medicaid coverage. I've lived the struggle, and I know what those safety nets do to help save lives. In the meantime, moms like Whitney Batiste aren't waiting around to see more mothers die. She started a nonprofit to support women during and after their births. It's called Pickles and Popsicles, named after her favorite pregnancy cravings. For the Gulf States Newsroom, I'm Shalina Chetlani. The Gulf States Newsroom is a collaboration among public media stations in Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana.